Hello guys, welcome back once again to Sweet and Sour Soccer. It's me, James, and Scott. Guys, first of all, um, we've actually hit 50 subscribers. Uh, thank you so much, honestly. It's a very small milestone at the moment, <laughs> but we are hoping in the not-too-distant future that's 50,000 and 50 million subs. <laughs> we'll see. Guys, today's <laughs> segment um, is going to be Are You For Real? But it's a bit of a twist today. We're not looking at players or coaches. We're actually going to look at four elements of the game because it's, along with COVID, there's been a lot of rule changes this season and we wanted to try and mix it up a little bit. Scott, you introduce what we're actually going to be talking about today and you may as well fire off with what you've got us for. Yeah, sure. So um, what we're going to look at, guys, is uh, four rules that have been brought into the Premier League. So the first one that we've, we're going to look at, uh, one of the four that we're going to look at is the nine substitutions that have come in. Obviously coming partway through the season, we're yet to know whether that's going to be, you know, something to keep. Another one, we're going to look at the enrichment on penalties. So what I mean by that is they've got a lot stricter on the, the keeper not having his foot on the line, so to speak, which I think it caused a lot more controversy in the first half of the season. We've not seen it so much in the yeah. second, but it was a rule change they brought in for this season. The handball rule, we're going to look at it in as it is now. Obviously, at the start of the season, it was very different to how the rule has changed halfway through the season. So we're going to base it on how it was now and how it is now. And the last one, the one that's just uh, recently been brought in, the concussion sub. Yes. Um, obviously, you know, as being Wolves fans, that was one quite close to us both with uh, Raul Jimenez. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll start off with my fourth one. And it's actually the nine substitutions I've gone for at number four. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah. This is going to be an interesting video. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, I'll let you carry on as to why you think um, it's the least, you know, um, how, the least impactful, I should say. Yeah, so it's changed, hasn't it, from uh, seven to nine subs. Mm-hmm. Um, three subs are still allowed unless there's a concussion, uh, which we'll move on to. Yeah, I don't really like it with the idea that only three subs are allowed. Um we're also looking at, is this something that's going to stay? I, I can't really see it staying long term. The one problem I have with it, um, to be honest, is the fact that how it's going to affect the youth players. And we've already seen it at Wolves where, you know, for a while, players that would have been in the under-23s were now sitting on the bench. And we're now seeing it, um, and it's not just for Wolves, other teams as well. They know they're only going to use three of the substitutions and I know some of those nine players are never going to be used. So they're thinking, well, we're not even going to use our under-23s because they might as well go and gain actual game time experience, especially if, like, you know, there's an under-23 game on the same day or the same uh, the day before. So, you know, they're they're just putting anyone on the bench that's just never going to get game time. Um, And even those players, it's going to affect their development. So... You know, for me, especially with uh, squads that are going to be smaller, I just think this is going to have a massive effect on the uh, the youth players if it carries on. And I just don't see the point of it when there's only three subs. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to uh, touch on a lot of the points that you've just mentioned there uh, a little later on in the video. And I think, it, in my opinion, it stands up more than some of the other rule changes. For me, fourth is enroachment. Only because it, this rule's been around God knows how many years. I think for as long as I've been watching football, keepers were meant to be on the line. It's it's never really been enforced up until this point because we've never had VAR, you know. Yeah, referees course. were very scared 
to be able to cancel a penalty because a keeper's come off his line and people like Pepe Reina, my God, they were on the penalty spot when the keeper was taking <laughs> it. So um, uh, it's not a big deal. I think it just, it does help it that one in a hundred times or well, maybe less than that. But, you know, if a keeper does save it and he's off, off his line, as you say, for the last couple months, I haven't really seen any penalties had to get retaken because of this. Um, keepers have tended to understand now that they are going to check in Stockley Park for every penalty. So you can't really try and get away with coming off your line, even if it's a couple of inches. So I don't think it changes the game too much. But if it, it, you know, if a keeper does save a penalty when it should be, uh, if they are off their line, it, you know, it's good that they uh, can get it retaken. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I'll talk about that now because it's actually coming to my third position, so it works quite well. Um, to be fair, same as like, uh, what you've said, um, I think keepers have quickly adjusted. I think mm. there's been a couple of times, though, where, you know, you're looking at it and going, well, that was enrochment and they just haven't done anything about it. But, okay. you know, that's another discussion of VAR. But, of course, it comes into this, doesn't it? And that it's not really being used that effective at times. But, yeah, I mean, as a rule change, it wasn't bottom for me because I think it's a rule that makes sense. I think it's... But a... do you know why it was bottom for me as well? And I, I think this should come into it, especially with VAR. There was a penalty that was scored last weekend. I can't remember who it was. And a few of the players inquired with the ref because one of the attacking players entered the box and they scored it. Yes. And said to the ref, you've got to, you've got to take that again. We, we've genuinely got the equipment now. Just just go and look at the replay. He was in the box and he, he wasn't in the box. So he entered the D, which counts as a penalty. You don't have to enter the box. You, you can't be in the D as well, can you? Um, and that's what they en- enroached in. So again, that's why it's fourth, because even with the um, technology we've got now, but whether it's the on-field officials or in Stockley Park, they're just clowns. So it makes no difference, really. <laughs> that, that's why it's bottom for me, because even when they are committing these offences, it doesn't get flagged. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with it too much. You put it bottom, I've put it third. I mean... Look, I mean, the one thing I was thinking about is that, you know, Liverpool's famous 2005 final. There was, oh, a, big, there was a big thing about that, weren't there, with Dudek? And like when yeah. you watched, watched all the penalties, I think every single one of them would have had to be retaken. <laughs> I think I think as a rule, it's not a terrible rule if it's implemented properly. But of course, you know, we said when we we're going to do this, we'd discuss all of that uh, as well, of, yeah. of how it... And, and, I guess put that into our rating on how well it's working because you know if the keeper is diving two three yards forward it is gonna give them a major advantage so yeah what what, what have you put as your third choice I want to explain why I've done this not because I don't believe it, it this would be top if it was most important in terms of player health but I've gone for concussion subs as third oh well okay we are gonna have an interesting video <laughs> yeah I mean what? the reason I've gone the reason I've gone for concussion <laughs> substitutes as third is because obviously a player's health is the first and foremost and I'll go for the referees as well managers we all want everyone to be as safe as we possibly can but Unlike other rules like the handballs or substitutions, you know, substitutions happen every game. Handballs happen every game. How many serious head injuries do we get? And don't get me wrong, I want to make this clear. I'm not taking it away from the severity of concussions. Luckily, now we are in a in an age of sports science, and I know it's math. It's changed huge laws in the US in terms of the NFL tackling and rugby, and it's really, really needed. But for me, it's not a rule that is going to affect every game. I get what you're saying. It's not going to be seen that often. 
Yeah, don't get me wrong. Because the rule is now, I, I thought I knew it, but you actually informed me just before we came on. It's a good thing I double checked. I thought each team was allowed one concussion substitute. It's actually two, two. you said. Mm. And the other team then is allowed to make a substitution if you make a concussion substitution. But that team then has to take that substitution right there on the spot at the same time as a concussion or they lose it. I really don't know how I feel about that. It's a shame that the other team has had a concussion and we don't want any player to ever get a, an injury like that. But I don't see why another team would have to change their whole maybe tactics or formation or have an extra substitute that they have to use there and then. Or they lose. I, I don't know. I need to give it more thought. Yeah, I mean, look, this ties in brilliantly because... You know, this is working quite well at the moment because I've actually put it second, so now I can uh, also come. We haven't planned this. We no, we, generally we haven't. No, not at all. <laughs> Interestingly, you know, I was quite shocked when you put it third. That's because for me there was like a clear third and fourth and a clear second and first. Uh, obviously, nice. I could accept changing them round. I'm just surprised you put it that low. Well, I, don't get me wrong. It's like you said at the start when you mentioned um, substitutions. The, the Raul Jimenez one has touched Wolves fans more than most yeah. fans, obviously. So I'm not taking away the severity of the injuries or the seriousness of it. Just the impact. Will it have the impact on the game? I mean, look at that. You know, we're going to come on to handballs. That was killing the game week in, week out. You I, know? I completely agree with that. And that's, that's, that's the only reason, actually, why I have put it second in the yeah. fact that you know, it's brilliant, but we're just—it's not going to have a major impact um, on the game week in, week out. You know, there's there's still a small issue around it. I, I'm not sure t- too much how I feel about the fact that there's two concussion subs. And one thing I don't particularly like is the fact that now, say a player has a concussion sub, uh, like a team has a concussion sub, and a player has to go off, the other team then has to use their substitution at the same moment. At the moment. So I, you know, it doesn't don't give them much notice. Uh, um, and look, you just really hope that teams don't start to use this to. Uh, How do you do? You remember they were going to bring in that law where you can only make a substitution after the ninetieth minute if it was a real injury. How do you, how do you monitor that? How do you look? You, You're just you going know, to have to give the benefit of the doubt. But I, I think if any team is seen to exploit this, they're going to have to hang their head in real shame. Um, Listen, if that, if that gets you fourth instead of fifth and an extra hundred million pounds, do you think a little bit of shame is going to, you know... No, of course, of course. Champions League football or not, you know... I, I mean, we really hope shame. they don't exploit it. Um, but I think it's a great rule in general. I think, you know, we mentioned the route all one. The interesting thing for me was in that game, the fact that David Luiz actually stopped on for as long as he did. Looking back at that, you I mean, you can't make a player come off, but... I mean, I'm not an Arsenal fan. I don't care if they go down or win the league, but you'd like to see him. I don't even think he came off the pitch to get full treatment in terms of a a general look over. From what I can remember, it was months ago, but I think he had to come off, obviously, because a a physio came on and the law is you have to come off. But I think he came on pretty soon after. So so here's an interesting one. Would Would you welcome a temporary sub, so to speak? So in that situation, you know, maybe David Luiz goes off for 10 minutes. He has a proper assessment because I'm sure I've heard that these assessments to be done properly, they need to take 10 or 15 minutes. Would would maybe a way of improving this, you welcome a temporary sub or would that just maybe... 
it's a long time in a football game, 15 yeah. minutes, you know. I mean, that only makes sense if it's before the 75th, 80th minute. So that's a good question, I'll be honest. because The problem is because we don't talk about these things, we try to keep it as natural as possible on the streams. You've, you've stumped me there. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't think I was going to ask it myself. It literally just came out. My, oh, right. my brain just started going as you were speaking and I was thinking, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's, I accept that's that? a really good question. I, I don't know. I'd have to look at the pros and cons. I, I, I don't want to give a, a nothing answer now because you put me on the spot. I can't, I'm trying to think of what the negatives would be or the positives. Would it? Well, let's would open it, be, it up. If you're to winning a... one nil, would it be fair to just bring on a defender? Yeah, you've got of course, it could, it could be used as a tactical change. Um, well, if you've used all your substitutes to try and get yourself back in the game, and you're one nil up, it's a big game, and you've got a, a concussion in the 70th minute. You know, I'll whip on a defender. I'd rather have a proper check. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's an interesting one. I mean, people listening, let us know what you think. Um, so let's move on to your second because we haven't considered, uh, we haven't used your. Yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be the nine sub role, is it? Am I correct? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? You've not put that top. Was it your fourth or third? It was your fourth. That was it? my fourth. Oh god, I can't wait for this explanation. I know, I, Go on. I, I I knew we had polar opinions when it came to football and general things, but I didn't think. I it, mean, look at least. It I never have... thought doing this segment we'd have a one and a fourth. Put it that way. But... It's going to tie in well because it means you can do your handball and I can do my <laughs> handball ranked one. Uh, you know, as yeah, you say, I mean, guys, it's we don't plan this. It's just worked really I... well. <laughs> I'm going to try and explain my thought process and hopefully I've given it enough thought that I don't look stupid. <laughs> I mean, the handball, this was my hardest one. I will give myself that defence now before I start talking. This was the hardest one because, I mean, Jamie Carragher, I loved his rant. I love his passion for the game. And if we ever do a pundits one, that'll be really interesting. But he, it was against, it was the Newcastle Spurs early on in the season, the Dyer handball. Um, I think it was Andy Cowell won a header and they got a penalty in the last minute, didn't they, Newcastle? Yeah. And drew one all. And Carragher just went mad saying, look what you're doing, UEFA, you're killing the game. We don't want to see this in our league, blah, blah, blah. And I, I love the passion for it. And the handball rule was just, I don't have to explain too much of what it was doing to the game. Even a half-hearted football fan knew the problems it was causing. We were seeing, well, I remember when I was a kid, seeing a penalty on a, ma- a game, match of the day, was a big thing. It was like, I see a penalty at the weekend. Now when kids go to school, it was, God, did you see all those penalties? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. five or six a weekend now. The funny thing was that you were thinking, you, you were half hoping that your, um, your winger would just cross the ball into the guy's hand. <laughs> well, that was what people were effectively being accused of yeah. not in a bad way they weren't cheating because that was a rule I'm, I'm pretty sure Raheem Sterling did it he flicked the ball up and it hit the defender's hand and got a penalty or he went to VAR but that's what would have happened the players would have trained for that instance just to flick the ball up um, when their hands are by the side and it's a penalty it was an it was a nonsense rule it's just again old white men given the power to make football rules for a sport they've never played at a semi-decent level, yeah, never mind the yeah. highest level. That, that's all it is. And it's just taken the common man and people in the media who actually do know what they're talking about to moan enough where they've changed it. And uh, thankfully it has been changed. So what, um, do you, reason... what do you make of the rule, the, the way it has changed? What are your views of the rule now? It, it seems to change monthly. It's from the, they count the armpit as handball, as like the offside, don't they now? Yeah. It ha- but it has to be. Do you remember the penalty we got given against us against Leicester? Kilman. Not as tough as my head. Go on. He kind of hit his arm. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was given. It hit his arm. His arm was 
kind of close, but there wasn't much distance between them. And he did put it in with some pace. The rule's never going to be perfect because it's opinionated. It's not like a penalty on the line or not. It's either on the line or isn't. We can see it. So there's going to be opinions, but it, it's any rule that they've got now is an improvement on what it was. Yeah, I, I definitely. That's why it's my top because it changed so much that it has made it a lot better. As you know, as we joked about, you know, def- wingers are literally just trying to hit the guy's arm in a way because it'd be a penalty. Um, Sometimes it would be a shot which was just blasted from close distance which would hit the arm and the player has no chance of moving it and that's a penalty. It was just getting a really stupid rule. Obviously it's changed now, it's improving quite a lot. Um, some common sense is coming into it and that's the thing with the handball rule, isn't it? In that You're never going to be able to define a handball rule that's got a perfect um, nature. You are going to yeah. have to rely on the ref's common sense at times which... Depends on the ref, doesn't it? Sometimes that's very minimal. But... Yeah. yeah. I... <laughs> the, the, the one thing I don't like about it, though, at the moment is there's a kind of view that if a player raises his hand like that and it hits it, that's a penalty. I see the reasoning for that, but at the same time, sometimes, especially when it's really close distance, if you've got a ball that's coming towards your face and you naturally, you know, you naturally go to defend it, but let's say it's not going to actually hit your face and it's going to come very close but it's going to hit like let's say like there for instance um you know just a bit away from the face it's a bit harsh if that's a penalty but then at the same time you're never going to get a perfect rule so that would be my only criticism of this new rule it's just got to rely on rest common sense and let's say it has to be a natural position so that again comes into interpretation. Interpretation, yeah. What is yeah. the player doing at that point in time? There was another game, and again, it was Jamie Carragher. There was a player who was running. Now, no player runs like that down the wing, you know. He he was running like he was sprinting, and you know, that you pace, use your yeah. arms for yeah, you use your arms for momentum. And as he's running, the balls come out, and it's it's hitting from really close, from really close range at some speed, and. Unless that player waddles to try and block him, it's it's going to be a he's not going to get near him. So if if a player is running, if if his arm's there and it hits the end of his hand, fair enough. But if a player is running and it hits your arm within half a meter of your body, you can't be giving that as a handball. No, definitely not, definitely not. Um, but you know, it, it has improved a lot, hasn't it? Um, go on then. Yeah. Let's let's move on to your your nine sub because I'm really interested on how the hell you're going to sell this as the uh, most important one, especially when it was my fourth choice. I mean, this is just yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. I'll I'll let you have yeah, the spotlight. <laughs> I mean, I just want to in, again in my self defence. This is opinion, so I can't be wrong. You know, technically. <laughs> I mean, you, I can you, be... you can't be wrong, but you're very close to wrong. <laughs> yeah. I can be, I can be ridiculed. I can't <laughs> be wrong. No, it, I, I don't think you gave the reasons earlier, and they were good reasons. I completely agree, and more so. I don't think you gave the reasons earlier enough credence. I think everything you said was right, but I don't think you either believed it enough or thought it mattered enough. I mean, the fact that I'd rather come on to the youth development last because I think that's more of a a subject to our hearts, but so you're saying that you're saying the fact that I put it down and I was really right to do so, and in fact didn't enforce it enough. I'm look, I'm really in. Let's move on. Why it's oh, first for you? Yeah, because for me, I don't see why. It was in the sixties. There was no subs. Then they allowed one. Then they allowed three. Then they allowed five. 
now you nine players on a bench. I know it's COVID, but fuck me. Nine players. Manchester City against us didn't have space for Benjamin Mendy. This is a fifty million pound player. <laughs> this, this man cost fifty million pounds. Fifty million pounds and he can't get into a twenty man squad. That alone should just say how ridiculous this is. Fifty million pounds. You can't get on the bench. What's this man? This man must have nudes of Guardiola or something. <laughs> like, I just find it madness. You know, it doesn't even really help Liverpool or Man United or Leicester. It just helps City and maybe Chelsea if they spend another three hundred million. You can't have a bench worth five hundred million pounds or three hundred million pounds. Where's the tactical nous gone from the game? In the past, when it was five substitutes, which which it was for decades when I was growing up, you had to decide. You get your keeper. Obviously, you always got a keeper. Do I do I think this is going to be a cagey game? Do I need two defenders? Do I go for two midfielders? But if a striker gets injured maybe a player midfielder that can maybe play that striker role like a deli alley like a false number nine but maybe you know you, you, you there's no picking of a team you, when it gets to a friday night if you've got a game on saturday you just say right you know on the bus because the odds are you just tell your whole squad jump on lads 20 seats i'm starting to come around now because of i've uh... I thought you were going to put it was this was a great role change. What I didn't it's con- hideous. What what I did well that's it. What I didn't consider was the fact that it's that bad that it should be ranked first because of how stupid it is. I mean, I'm that's still happy I- with my rankings, but I've gone from thinking you're you're wrong and a bit of an idiot to actually seeing where you're coming from in this. You're actually I'll saying wait, wait you're saying about- it's, you're saying it's that bad a role that it deserves to be first because it's the most stupid change that they've implemented. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They've brought it in for COVID. I'm not being funny. What were they expecting to happen? Were they expecting players to catch COVID halfway through the game so they might <laughs> need an extra few? So what were they expecting? I don't. And we haven't even come on to the point of youth development. We've got players sitting on our bench that haven't played football for six months. It's just shock. I, I, yeah, I mean, we, I might, mean... we might see a knock-on effect of, because of this. It's not not for the cities and the PSGs, you know, they'll be fine. But the West Ham's, I'm even going to say big clubs like Everton, you know, they're renowned for bringing through youth. The cl- clubs like us, I mean, we've got players. Sometimes a player will enter the Wolves bench and even I'm going, who's, who's... Is that Yeah, I haven't even heard of him on the under-23s and I like to do a bit of a... You know Research I mean? on the 23s, yeah. Criminal, these players. And these aren't 17, 18-year-olds. Sometimes these are players that are 21, 22. And you've got to think, if you haven't got a, at least 50 prem appearances under your belt at 21, 22, unless you're Jamie Vardy, which happens once every 100 years, you know, it's very difficult. I mean, we, we could keep going on and on about this. So the last point I will make, just off the back of that, what you've just made, is could this ball could this role actually affect lower league clubs then? Because you know you could have these Obviously players. Honest, make... I don't know the rules. Is that the same in the EFL? Well, what, just... I was more thinking from a prem perspective. And hear me out here. So if you the prem can offer more money. So if you've got a player that like could play regularly in League One, for example, or the Championship on five ten grand a week, or he's getting paid literally twenty grand to sit on the bench. You know, is that going to affect young players? 
getting their loan moves to the lower leagues. It's go- for me, this can't go on beyond this season. I think it's a sh- ridiculous role. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and that's how to finish on it. Um, to I be don't fair, even like seven. I'll be honest, I wasn't a fan of when seven subs came in. I know that's been in for like, what, five or six years? You can years only now. use a third of your subs now. Look, I mean, at first I thought you ranking it first was a daft thing, but now I can actually see that you looked at it slightly different to me in that I don't think you're right still, but you've looked at it and gone, it's that stupid a rule and it's going to have that little impact, but in fact it should be top for that reason. I, I, I think it will have such a big impact on players moving forward. Well, yeah, that's what, in fact, it will have a big am, impact on the youth, yeah. I mean, yeah, should we, should we leave it there? Yeah, leave it there. As I'm always, guys, like, subscribe going, so. to the channel. Um, Take this segment as a win. Ugh. Yeah, this segment is going to be a weekly one. So, you know, subscribe to the channel. And hopefully, guys, we are going to, hopefully, it will be this episode. But we're looking to bring uh, bring them to podcasts. And if you listen to this one on a podcast, you know you've been successful. If it's not available, then, you know, we haven't been yet. But hopefully, hopefully it's there. So, Thanks for also, listening, guys. Um, follow are, us, us on the socials. Yeah, one more thing. We are looking to do a weekly segment of like a fan zone thing. Four or five fans. We don't actually want them all to be Wolves fans, do we? We want to We want to hear from West Ham fans, yeah, Leicester anyone. fans. You could be a, a Cardiff fan. Obviously, you've just hired one of our ex-coaches, Mick McCarthy, and gone on a 10-game unbeaten run. Seven wins, three doors, and three draws in 10 games so i mean any fan of any club it doesn't matter where you are in the country or overseas if we have any overseas <laughs> viewers send us a send us an email drop a comment um, you know anything you want on any of the socials and let us know if you want to come on yeah definitely guys thanks for watching